will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, David. And I'm Wolfie. Wolfie's here. And we're here for episode, if you see behind me, episode 75. We've made it a, to the big 7-5. If you're keeping Pretty track cool. out there. If not, don't worry about it. Which <laughs> means we've been doing these, what, one a week? Yeah, Perhaps. roughly one a week. We've we've missed a couple of weeks. For a little bit over a year now. Yeah, yeah, we missed a couple uh, of weeks right, here and there right, because of COVID. We're a little bit over a year. And uh, we, I released a, a couple, two episodes, right. a couple of times in one week. So it it probably yeah balances out to about one a week. So how's your your week gone? You said fun. You're off today. So far, so good. Yeah, I had to work Sunday, which was frustrating, aggravating. Off today, off tomorrow. It's always fun. Oh, that's that's all good. Yeah, got to go to the gym. Yeah, we were off all weekend, which, I mean, <laughs> I don't like weekends. Well, I mean, within your line of work, you really can't. No, if the courthouse is closed, we're pretty much closed. Now, I, I've done some Saturday work in the office, some things, but, um, mm-hmm. but it's usually like billing, invoicing, that type of thing. We've uh, so we were off this weekend, so uh, we didn't go last weekend for Mother's Day. So we uh, took everyone out this this Saturday. We went out to dinner, took everybody for Mother's Day. We went to uh, six twenty, which is oh, nice. it's one of my favorite places to go in Bristol. Sounds nice. Yeah, I always like to go in and order a half dozen sushi rolls. And, yeah, I like their sushi down there. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, State Street's really blown up as they keep adding mm-hmm. uh, more breweries and more restaurants. And yeah, our our tradition, is, or I don't say tradition, but our habit is starting into if we go to six twenty, and then you walk across the street over there to Southern Churn to get some ice cream because mm-hmm. they've got uh, Michigan Pothole, which is the best flavor ever of ice cream. Tell us about Michigan Pothole. Um, it's just kind of, it's just never. I've heard of it. It's chocolate ice cream with like chocolate chunks and chocolate, chocolate tar fudge. I think pothole. It's thick black tar fudge and chocolate ice cream with chocolate chunk. Yeah, asphalt pieces. <laughs> it's just it's just chocolate and chocolate and and gooey. Tarry, mm, more chocolate. Yeah, but the fudge in it is like a is real tarry, um, but it's really good. I like it. But yeah, Southern Churn is real good ice cream, and you know they're the old timey diner type um, or soda fountain type, and they've got all the old mm-hmm. candy and everything. 
we were there a couple of weeks ago. We went to uh, we ate at State Line mm-hmm. on the corner there, and you know, and then just walking up down State Street, and all the 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 bands are out playing. You could hear the band in Delta Blues, and then the band on the corner at uh, uh, on the outdoor patio at uh, Steak and Lube. You know, they were playing, and and the downtown was packed, and. It's uh it's real nice going down there now that uh, everything is so booming. Um yeah, I pulled up <clears throat> I was looking at uh Gen X stuff and I found this one thing. It was a list of 25 movies that defines Generation X, which were we both fall into that. Thought we'd run through a list of uh the movies if it's anything you remember. Here, like, uh, this first one's Reality Bites. Have you ever seen that? Nope. You don't Never seen that, that one. No. Ben Stiller directed no. it. Did you Did uh, you go see it? Um, I, I didn't see it in theater, but I've seen it. It was one of those movies that I remember watching on uh, Blockbuster. Because you remember back in the day that... Uh, Mm-hmm. Blockbuster was the thing. Go and out, all the film, the video. You could stuff. go out and you could rent rent a movie. That was the big thing. Yeah. So we watched a and, lot of movies that you know you'd try and snag it the week it comes out on video. Right. And uh, I remember uh, Clayton. He used to work in a video store. We would swing by, pick out a movie, go back to this place, and be down in the basement there i guess it is mom and dad's and watch movies yeah yeah this one uh winona Ryder was in ethan hawk janine garofalo steve zan um the only thing i really remember from this movie is uh which Mm -hmm. was winona Ryder, her character her her father kind of cuts her off um stops paying for all her stuff um, because she mm-hmm. she's not working. She's just kind of, all they do is run around and party all the time. But he kind of cut her off for everything except for her gas card, because so she could still, you know, get around. He still pays for her gas. And uh, he told her, she was like, well, how am I supposed to live? How am I supposed to survive? And he told her to be resourceful, get a job, figure it out, just be resourceful. So I remember uh-huh. uh, she figured out, she went to the gas station and she just stood out there as if she worked there when cars would pull up. She treated it as if it was like a full service gas station and she'd walk up to the car and ask them uh, like to pay how much it was. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they'd be like fill it up or put $10 in or $20 in. You know, they'd hand her like a $10 bill, $20 bill, whatever, and she'd go ahead and put it in. Then she'd walk in because back then um, you didn't pay at the pump. You had to walk in to pay with a credit card. Well, she'd go in and pay for it on her dad's credit card but and then pocket Mm -hmm. the $10 or $20 that the customer gave her. And she just stood out there all day, every day, pumping gas, (laughs) putting it on her dad's credit card. Oh. That's all. So he got that first bill, and it was like I don't know six or seven thousand dollars, and that's what she was like. Well, you told me to be resourceful, mm-hmm. but uh, and she was, yeah. 
Um, but the second movie is Before Sunrise. I've I've never seen that one. It's an, another Ethan Hawke movie. Um, but I've never been a huge Ethan Hawke fan, really. Which he's in the new Moon Knight, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his character. I think he is. Yeah, the long haired uh, guy. But yeah, I've never I've never seen this one either. Can't say that I did now. Uh, third one's High Fidelity. I remember seeing that. That's a John Cusack, um, Cusack movie. Him and uh, um, Jack Black. Yeah, well, they work in a yeah record store. I don't really remember a whole lot about it because back during this time, early 2000, late 90s, early 2000, uh, John Cusack was in a ton of movies. And they were all always cool. that, that kind of coming of age type movie. So this may be the first John Cusack vehicle on the list, but it's most certainly not the last. This Nick Hornby adaptation follows Rob Gordon as a recently dumped record store owner who becomes obsessed with getting in touch with his exes to find out why he's so bad at relationships. The movie is stuffed to the brim with music references and a hilarious Jack Black performance. I cannot say one way or another whether or not I saw this or not. I feel like I may have to see it, but... See, when I first I read know. this one, I wasn't 100% sure if I'd seen this one or the next one, which is Empire Records, which I'm pretty sure I saw that one. And that's with Renee Zellweger, Ethan Embry, and Liv Tyler, which is Steven Tyler's daughter. I remember the record stores. You remember going to uh, a mm -hmm. record bar in the mall? Rick worked out mm -hmm. there, didn't he? Um, yeah, he did. He he was a collector of music. Oh yeah, he had the and awesome had a, set collection. He had uh, he he collected vinyl and CDs both. Yeah, he had a turntable that he had to lay on a uh, like a marble slab for the stability, and I think he said it was like a diamond a diamond tipped needle. Yeah, <laughs> when he played his vinyls. Well, I can't remember what he called his system, but he had these huge, it was like arena sized speakers. Clips. But yeah, I remember he named his stereo. Uh, he had, well, he had two of them. Uh, one was, one that named mm -hmm. Wilma and the other one was Betty, I think from the Flintstones. I think is what he named them. Maybe. If I can. I just remember the very first time we ever went over there. <clears throat> um, mm -hmm. And seeing his CD collection, yeah, I was just completely blown away at the size of it. Well, see, his regular his regular job was working for KMAC. Yeah. And that's that's where he is money. But he worked at Record Bar, and the reason he worked at Record Bar on his days off was Record Bar employees got a discount on purchases. And so with the fact that he just purchased just a unreal amount of music every freaking month uh it was worth it for him to do that i remember we I went mean, there I, I remember this these great big huge like the the wooden boxes about the size of a of an old album he had those stacked up like four and five high just stuffed full of music and you could ask him, it's like, hey, Rick, can you, you have this or that or whatever? And he'd be like, oh, yeah. And he would go over and he could just be like, brr, brr, and just, and boom, and pull it out. Yeah. He knew exactly, he knew where everything was. It was, it was great. And he, he 
listen to some off the wall stuff too. It was just ridiculous. Yeah, I remember him he would playing buy stuff that nobody ever heard of. Well, that's what I say. I remember that was the very first place I ever heard Pantera was at his house. He played it. He played a, a VHS tape. It was like one of Dimebag Daryl's very first performances with them. In, in when he was only like 16 or 17 years old playing in a club. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, we went to a party, you know, because he used to have some pretty good parties. I remember showing yes, up did. showing up to a party there one night. <clears throat> I can't remember. I, I was with you, and I was thinking, mm-hmm. thinking Jeff was with us, and I don't remember who all else, but when we went in, um, he was passed out across the floor. And uh, <laughs> that's what we're like. Oh, we want what he has. And he had been drinking. <laughs> he, because he, you know, because they were quite a bit older than us, so they were they were yes, uh, much better drinkers than we were. Yes. So if it knocked them out, him out, you're kind of like, oh, that's something we need to look into. Yes, but indeed. He w- had been drinking ouzo, a bottle of ouzo. I was thinking you brought it back because it, it it was a Greek liquor, but the real stuff has opium in it. Right. And I was thinking it was a bottle that came from overseas because you could buy like the regular stuff here, but it's just right. al- just alcohol. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I was for some reason I was I was thinking that you had brought it when you had come back from the military. But now this, this yeah, would have been, that, this would have been before. Speaking of of Robbie and partying at Rick's house, we went over there. It was I was there, and I'm pretty sure Jeff was there, and you were there, and Robbie was there, and uh, and there were some other people there too. I'm not really sure exactly who all was there, but uh, we have our party. We listened to. You know, just kind of hang out, watch a little TV and stuff like that, watch some movies. Next thing I know, we're all crashed, and I wake up in the morning, and I'm looking around, you know, and there's Rick, and there's, you know, there's you and and Jeff and some other people and everything, and and we're looking around the house, and we're like, where the heck's Robbie at? (laughs) I think I remember this. And we couldn't, we didn't know where he was. (laughs) Yeah. And so we go, we go to leave, it was like. And we opened the door, and I don't know how he'd done it, but that door was just thick enough between the wooden door and the screen door that it both of them shut at the same time, and he was stuck. <laughs> Passed out. Between those two doors. <laughs> Passed out, yeah. Yeah, standing he up. Slept that. He was there all night long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember I remember that. <laughs> I remember opening, we opened the door, and he just fell in. He's like, thank you. He's <laughs> like, what? How long have you been there? He's like, all night long. I was like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. He's about the only one that could have fit in there, though. All 95 pounds of him. Yeah. Right, back to the movies. The next one it's got on the list is The Breakfast Club, which, you know, everybody's seen that one. Shoot, yeah, that's finally, we finally come to a movie that I have watched, The Breakfast Club. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great movie. I actually watched probably half of it. It was on the other day, and I sat there and watched 
the uh, the beginning of it. I watched yeah probably an hour of it or forty five minutes to an hour of it. I actually I actually did enjoy that movie. Oh yeah, it's, it was. It's, I thought it was good. I think it still holds up really good. This one's Heather's. See that one? I never rem- heard of it. I remember going to the movies and seeing that with uh, Tony. It was another Winona Ryder. Yeah, Christian Slater was like the. Uh, that was one of his first big movies. Um, it was right around the same time he did another movie called uh, Pump Up the Volume. Hmm. Because that was. Uh, they both come out right around the same time. And. Uh, mm hmm. Also, I was a pretty big fan of uh, Christian Slater. I mean, Heather's was kind of a pretty weird movie. I didn't see that one. And this is weird. I mean, these are supposed to be Gen X movies that you know, the Gen X people went to see, and I didn't go see that one. Yeah. How many movies are on this list? 25. Oh, well, okay. Then surely there'll be more than just yeah. one on here that I have seen. And there's several things in the 80s. Up, say say anything. anything. I know you've seen that one. I do believe I've seen that one too because that's, the guy standing there with the uh, yeah, that's John with the uh, John Cusack again, another one mm-hmm. of the uh, with the radio over his head. Yeah, I do remember that movie, and like I said, and I do remember the dude with the boombox over his head, and of course, and there's yet another uh, cultural icon that has come and went, the uh, boombox. Uh, yeah. That, that used to be the thing is you had the boombox, you know, you could carry around that and you had a, depending on the model that you had, you had a tape deck and you also in later incarnations, you would have a CD player. But if you played CDs, you pretty much had to let it sit still because it, if you were like trying to walk with it, yeah, they just the, 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 you, they would skip so bad. Yeah. So if, if you were sitting still, you could play your CDs but if you were walking, you had to drop a cassette in. Yeah, I had a big boombox <clears throat> that I got off of Doug. I remember in the in the ninth grade, I traded him. Uh, I don't know. I had like three or four comics that I traded him for it. Singles. You ever see that one? Matt Dillon movie. Cameron Crowe, Bridget Fonda. <clears throat> It's like it's a little later. It's like a '92. Still falls in that category, but it's kind of like the Seattle grunge type. Let's jump. Dazed and confused. I know you saw that one. That's an awesome movie. I've watched. I watched that probably twice in the last year. <laughs> Again, I watch that anytime. It flipping through the channels, you see it. It's on. It's like, oh, gotta stay and watch it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen that. I think that's the. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's first movie, one of his, here's what, jumped, here's one of his famous lines. You can up, I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> All right. Can't say that anymore, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good movie. And of course, Clerks. Yes. Yeah. Seen that. Man of Club. Fight Club. Fight Club. I remember, remember watching that. Yeah. Ed Norton and Brad Pitt, you can never go wrong. Yeah. First rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. There you go. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire. St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah. Watch that. Didn't, I, I've watched it. 
didn't make that big of an impression on me. Oh, really? That was, yeah, this, I was, no, it wasn't like, uh, what was that? The one we just, we just seen, uh, Breakfast Club? That first movie. Breakfast Club, yes. For some reason, I like Breakfast Club better than I like Saint Elmo's Fire. Uh, I, just, I just do. Yeah. Maybe if I were to go back and rewatch it now that I'm older, maybe it would That's what be I say. Different. It's, yeah, I bet I haven't watched it in 20 years or more. Um, it's been forever, but everybody was in that. Yeah, Emilio Estevez, Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy. Do the right thing. A Spike Lee movie. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember a whole lot about it. It was one of those that I would have watched on, I remember, watched on VHS and uh, probably watched it the one time and have never seen it since. Uh, slacker. You know, I don't remember seeing that, but I know that I have seen it. But I can't remember anything about it. Encino Man. Seen, seen that. that. Yeah. Yes, that was funny. That always, <clears throat> right around that same time, there was another movie come out that was kind of similar. But instead of being, where Encino Man was Brendan Fraser, where he was the caveman that was thought out mm -hmm. there was uh one it was called uh the hunchback of notre dame but it was mm -hmm. the college the hunchback of notre dame of the the notre dame university college the he lived mm -hmm. in the bell tower at the university mm -hmm. and it was a comedy like this and the hunchback he uh they they find him that he's been living there all this time and they take him out a chicken place to buy, to eat a fast food chicken place. And he's just so amazed that, you know, you can just ask for food and they'll give it anything you ask for. And that's what they tell him, you know, well, you, you know, they, they have chicken here. You can get any part of the chicken you want. And so he's like, I'll take two faces. <laughs> yes. The chicken faces. <laughs> I liked Polly Shore in that movie. Yeah. Goose Point Gross Blank. Point Blank. I never heard. Yeah, that's never really good. I've that. seen that. Another John Cusack movie. He plays a hitman. Um and he goes back to uh -huh. goes back to his hometown for his high school reunion. And it, it's real funny. Um and he's he's a hitman. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That's, now is he like is he like he's the one that was most likely to turn into a hitman? Uh, in your book? No, I think or he was just like a, a he was just like a little nerdy kid in school, and now he's a real cool kind of a John Wick kind of hitman. It's you know nice uh -huh. suits, just everything going for him. Um, right. And his, uh, if I remember, I can't remember. He stays with his nephew because his nephew's like in high school now, and he's helping him along the way. You know teaching him the ropes on on being a cool kid in school and um, <laughs> right and then hackers never seen that yeah that was really that was angelina jolie's first movie she's changed a lot since then okay we're at number 17 yeah you've seen and, what uh, four five six maybe yeah 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 i'm only a couple ahead of who you. made who made this list? Well, I mean, these are all top huge movies. 
And how can they define Gen X if, well, and I, I consider myself a typical Gen Xer for the most part, and you too. And we've we've not even gotten into double digits yet. As if these are so, you know, if these are such defining movies of our generation, you'd think that we would be at least. Well, let's see. At seventeen movies, you think we'd be at least at ten? Okay. Well, least, I've, seen, I've seen 11? more. Than, I've seen more than ten. Let's see how many of how many we'll go through to those seventeen count. Okay, I've seen that one. One, no. Yes, two. Yes, three. Yes, four. Yes, five. Yes, six. Say anything. Yes, seven. Yes, eight. Dazed and confused. Clerks. Are you counting yours? Ten. Fight club. Yeah. Eleven. I've seen eleven of the first twelve. I've seen six. Encino Man. There's seven. I'm twelve. 13, 14. So I've seen 14 of the 17. I've gotten, I've gotten to seven of the 17 okay. so far. And um, there, you say there's 25 movies, and I'm really just kind of worried about some of these. <laughs> Go on, let's see what else we got here. Right. Scream, Scream, I never did see that. What? There's been five of them. Never did see that. No, no, no I didn't like them. The I, first, I never went to see any. Oh, I, I, wait, wait, wait. You just said I haven't seen any of them, and then you said I didn't like them. <laughs> right. Well, Maybe that's why you haven't seen about half of these movies, because you you say I don't like them before you see them. I'm not really into the slasher film stuff. Uh, well, it's just so this this is more of a well, I don't say a comedy, but it was there was a lot of funny parts, and this was a there was a lot of funny parts in this movie, the first one. Like, like after after seeing Jason. Well, see, those are uh, completely different and, movies. Those are those are Elm Street. Yeah, I was just like, damn, damn. See, to me, those are true slasher films. Scream mm-hmm. almost makes fun of those, right? Um, but there's a slasher aspect to it, but it's more of yeah, a parody of all of those films. Um, but it's not as funny. It's not so far as like. The you know because they did the real real parody ones, the scary movies. I know you've seen mm-hmm. you. Those are don't 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 say it. Those are actual comedy <laughs> movies, right? Uh, but no, never went to see. That's something about the. I mean, you know, I mean, when it comes to the movies and stuff like that, like the trailer. Something about the trailer has got to get the hooks in me. And once it does, I'm like, okay, I got to go see that. And this one, none of the Scream movies got a hook in me as to where, okay, I need to go see that. Scream, I remember Laura and I went and saw that at the Bristol Mall. And back then, see, we went to the movies sometimes twice a week. We would right. we would see usually one or two movies every week. Um, that's kind of just that's what we did. I mean, that was our date night things. That's what we we went to the movies mm-hmm. a lot. Um, right in, in the early to mid nineties. But I remember I remember going to see this. We went to see something else because I remember we got there. We had planned on seeing something, but it was sold out. But I don't know what. It come out the same weekend. 
Um, train spotting. I've seen, I've never seen the whole movie all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces when it comes on, but it was one of those. Yeah. The it's a, yeah. Ewan McGregor. I yeah, was yeah. never a big fan. Never is. Never, never seen that. Wayne's, Wayne's world, world. Seen that. Yep. Party on. Excellent. Party on Wayne. Party on Garth. <laughs> It reminds me of uh, when they were out there playing the street hockey and the cars come, game off, and the cars go through, game on. I remember we always did that. We'd, we'd play tech, play football out in the street there at Donnie's. Well, in front of your house now, we'd play out there in the mm-hmm. side yard, but then we'd play out there in the road too or out there in a the little side field in front of mine. Boys in the hood. Boys in the hood. Yeah, I went to see. Yeah. I seen that. Yeah, seen that whole bunch. Of I don't know if there. I seen. I don't know if I. I don't know if I seen it in the theaters or if that was one of the, one of the videos we brought back from. Uh, Clayton worked at uh, the video place, and we just watched it at his house. But I do remember watching it. Yeah, that's what I say. The Boys in the Hood. That been ninety one. Yeah, I don't. I I imagine I probably watched it for the first time on video because ninety one. I wasn't probably going to the movies a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it, that it, was I my last year that. in Florida. Because like I said that. Well, I was probably still overseas when that came out, and I don't remember going and seeing it when I was over there. So it had to have been when I got came out and. It was me, probably me, Clayton, and Donnie mm. probably watched that on VHS somewhere. But I watched clips of it not too long ago, just a few weeks ago, pulling up. Because sometimes I'll, I'll, something, I'll be on a little YouTube, you know, rabbit hole, and you watch one, and then it, you'll watch a clip of a movie, and then it'll suggest, here's another clip of a movie and another clip, and it's like the domino scene in Boys in the Hood, and then, the you know, the cookout scene, and and you just start going through. And then Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Of course, everybody's seen you. that. Finally. <laughs> it's 22 on the list of 25. That is ridiculous. Now, I have seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I have watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I went to see it in the movies, and I've watched it several times when it's come on TV yeah. and stuff like that. I've still watched it. So that is... I really liked it. Yes, I did too. That is that is a classic. I listened to a podcast not too long ago. They were talking about <clears throat> this. Uh, they do breakdowns of... of uh, um, classic movies like that. They'll do, um, well, actually they don't do the movies. They do the director. Um, and mm-hmm. they, they were doing a breakdown of all the John Hughes movies. Um, because I, what got me into listening to that podcast is they were doing a Quentin Tarantino one and I listened to it mm-hmm. and I really liked it. The, the, the breakdown they did on all of the, you know, talking about all his movies. I was like, Oh, I'd really like to do that. That'd be kind of interesting to take, you know, each one of their movies and, and say, okay, we're going to go through each one of them and we're going to talk about them and, you know, kind of do mm-hmm. a full blown review of each movie. Um, but they trashed Ferris Bueller's day off. And I was like, I love, oh I love that movie. And they were talking about how I misogynistic it was. And 
but oh my gosh, this but well, see now this is people now right. talking about something that was put out in '86, right? And all that was was just a fun little movie, is and it then people just read way too much into it, right? But it was but it's odd supposed that, to be. It was odd that they had a problem with this, but they didn't have any problem with like Django Unchained or you know um pulp fiction uh big daddy which i was a great movie too yes i wouldn't seen that yeah adam sandler i have seen um, now adam sandler fits into all of i think those gen x movies the the happy gilmore and you know billy madison uh, and in this in this particular movie didn't he like stand on the street and like face away from the street with that little kid and pee on a building or something. Yeah, they pee on the wall. Was that wall. in this one? I, I, yeah, I think that was. Yeah. I think that was the movie was. poster too. Yeah, that was the yeah, movie poster. There you go. Too. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny movie. That was a good movie. All right, that's what. That's twenty three. Let's see what twenty four is. Pump up the volume. That was. I brought that up earlier. That's the other Christian Slater. That's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't seen that, that's one you definitely need to see. No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it, it's a really good movie. He he plays a high school student that, um, I mean, it kind of doesn't fit. None of these movies fit in today. I mean, really. Our kids, now our kids, they kind of like, uh, I know they they like, uh, like, Damien, I know he likes Boys in the Hood. And I know Trilly likes uh, um, The Breakfast Club. But some of the others... Um, they just wouldn't have any interest in, I think. He starts his own FM radio station, kind of a pirate radio station, out of his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's like this rebellious guy who's, you know, speaking the truth and all this that, you know, today is what everybody's doing on podcasting. Um, yeah, but he's back- speaking the truth and, 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 and spinning some vinyl in between, right. his, you know. But, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and uh, he he becomes real popular, and he gets this like cult following of people behind him. Who, but nobody knows who he is because he's kind of like a a Wolfman Jack kind of voice and character, and and nobody knows mm-hmm. who he is. So it kind of it, it's kind of hard for like our kids to appreciate the radio part of it, I guess. And the last one it's got on the list is being John Malkovich. Which is, uh, I, I've seen that. That's what I was say. I, I was thinking I'd seen it, but I think I, have, I can't yeah. remember anything about it. You know what? Uh, okay, this is if these are supposed to be twenty five movies that defined a generation. We've got to look at some of the glaring omissions from these. And it, I mean, granted, they're not, you know, artsy cinema and stuff like that. The movies that actual Gen X people went to see, because, I mean, these were, some of them were okay, and some of them were just, like I said, I never even heard of them. Uh, But things like, you know, Indiana Jones, the Star Wars franchise that came out through the 80s and the 90s. Uh, And everybody went to see things, you know? Yeah, but those aren't Uh, Gen X movies. I mean, they're, they're in that time period, Right. But they're not like coming of age movies. No, that's true. 
What was the other one? I, I think this one had 16 candles. That wasn't yeah. on this list. Yeah, that should be in there. Well, pretty much any of those that Molly Ringwalds. Yeah, and 16 Candles was an awesome movie. I thought it was great because, I mean, it's like, here she is. She's turning 16, which is supposed to be the big, you know, the big birthday for your for your daughters and your girls and stuff like that. Right. And it turns out her sister's getting married on her birthday to a, a greasy bull hunk, and everybody forgets that it's her birthday. <laughs> and it's just... That is just such a, that's such an awesome movie. Yeah, Long Duck Why Dong. It's not in this list. It's, yeah, yes, yeah, Long Duck Dong. No, no more Yankee, my wanky. The no more Yankee, my food. wanky. <laughs> yes. my, he's my favorite character in that movie. Yes, he is. But yeah, Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink, all all of those. I mean, they got the Breakfast Club, I guess. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those those. There's two right there that should have been in this list. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much every single John Hughes movie. That worked. Which I mean, one? I would put 16 Candles in there before I put Being John Malkovich or yeah. Pretty in Pink. Because i seen both of those. I didn't even see this one. Yeah. Which, I mean, they got Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So, I mean, they got a couple of John Hughes. That's but, true. Uh, Weird Science, to me. That's yeah, weird, there's another one. Weird Science. That should be in here. Because um, that's a coming-of-age kind of movie. You know, you got these two nerdy little kids, two nerdy little guys, and they... Now, granted, there's a huge science fiction component to it because they create a girl. Right. Which is, which is weird. <laughs> I mean, Home Alone. But, you know... That's... Yeah. Kind of, I guess. There's another one. That's a, that's a young... I mean, a little younger, but time frame fits, but... Um, but yeah, okay. So, weird sign, pretty in pink, sixteen candles. There's three that should have been on this list somewhere, and I'm pretty sure we probably could have took three that neither one of us actually saw out and put those three in. I mean, I, I would probably stick the Big Lebowski in there. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and end this recording. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.